Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. How are you all doing today? I hope you're all right. Well, here we are for another quick five in five questions for authors of books that I have loved and talked about. So if you're interested in hearing more, you can hear full interviews with these authors in previous episodes. And these books are all available now. So which books and which authors am I featuring? Well, the first one is the wonderful Kate Moss, who's telling us about warrior queens and quiet revolutionaries. And then we've got Catherine Stedman, who's telling us about her book called The Family Game. And finally, Dorothy Coombson, who's telling us about her book, My Other Husband. Three cracking reads and let's hear them answer their quickfire questions. So let's go straight to Kate Moss now. Kate Moss, whose latest book is Warrior Queens and Quiet Revolutionaries. Welcome back to the podcast. Brilliant to be back. (laughs) You've got five questions in five minutes if you're ready. Oh, God. Right, I'm ready. (laughs) First question. Can you describe your book in less than a minute? Uh, This is a book of celebration of nearly a thousand women from history, all periods of time, pretty much every country in the world. It's a detective story into my own family history, discovering in the middle of lockdown that my own great-grandmother was a very famous novelist, but she's completely disappeared from the record. And it's a love letter to history about how, without knowing where we came from and the women in whose footsteps we walk and the men in whose footsteps we walk, we can't really know what the present is and what the future holds. An excellent summary, 10 out of 10 and a gold star for that one. Great. Um, Your second question, what do you want us to feel when we're reading this book? What I want people to feel when they read Warrior Queens and Choir Revolutionaries is that every single person can change the world. One day at a time, one street at a time, one town at a time. We're not all the people who want to be at the front of the army. We're not all Joans of Arcs or Catherine de' Medici's or Elizabeth I or even Elizabeth II's. But every single one of us has it within us to make the world better for somebody. Um, And that is the power of ordinary people like me, like you, like everyone else. Um, History is about all of us. And it's about putting all of the voices back into history, not just telling the stories of kings and queens and generals. The next question is, which person in your book sort of shocked you the most, really made you stop and, and think? Was there one person in particular? Well, there's nearly a thousand women. (laughs) And they all did incredible things. They all did. Well, they all did things. Um, I suppose, okay, if I was going to pick one, 
I would pick Lise Meitner, who in 1944 was denied her share of the Nobel Prize in Chemistry, which was given entirely to her male partner because the Nobel Committee didn't believe that a woman did anything other than hold the man's coat. And so I think she's just one example of unfairness. Um, another sneaky one is to have discovered, not a person but a thing, that women were allowed to study at universities. That They fought very hard for that at the end of the uh, 19th century, but that they weren't allowed to claim their degrees, even if they passed. And so that Oxford University was slower than London and Trinity Dublin and all of these other places. They didn't allow women to get their degrees till 1920, year after the Sex Equalization Removal Act came in. Cambridge did not allow women to get their degrees until 1947. <gasps> there. What? That does make you stop and think. There you go. There's oh. lots of... Very exciting facts like that in the book. <laughs> yes. Fuming. Oh, dear. Anyway, right. Your next question. I'm not sure how many times you've been asked this one before. What food and drink did you consume the most when you were writing this particular book? What was powering or fueling your writing? Well, I'm afraid that, like many authors, what happens, the closer you get to the deadline, the more healthy eating and all of that goes out the window. So your <laughs> coffee consumption goes up, you know, your glass of wine in the evening becomes essential as a way of, you know, separating. When you work at home, many people will know this. It's about separating your working day from your domestic day. And I'm a full-time carer. So Granny Rosie is waiting for me, you know, one minute to six. Like, she wants her restorative, her gin and tonic, and I'll have a glass of wine. And I'm afraid the main consumption that goes up towards the end of the book is mini cheddars. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't have them in the house, you know, uh, because it's not good. We know this, but uh, mini cheddars is quick salt hit. <laughs> Whatever works. That's Whatever not, works. Human. <laughs> your last question. What's been the most memorable moment so far in your writing career? Oh, you know, this is going to sound really daft. But when my first big successful novel, which was my fifth book, Labyrinth, came out, and we lived in Bognor Regis at the time. And I, my children were kind of... I, I always get their ages wrong. We, I never quite remember how old they were. But they were like eight and six or nine and seven. You know, they were young. And we were standing in the massive Tesco's in Bognor Regis on the Ring Road. And my book was there at number one. And I remember really clearly holding my son's hand and my daughter's hand and thinking... Well, who would have thought that? What a way to end this interview. That's fabulous. Well, Kate Moss, whose latest wonderful book is Warrior Queens and Quiet Revolutionaries. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Ah, the wonderful Kate Moss. And now let's hear from Catherine Stedman about her book called The Family Game. So Catherine Stedman, whose latest book is The Family Game. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you back. You have five questions in five minutes, if you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Your first question, can you describe your book in less than a minute? Uh, it's the story of someone about to be married and who is meeting the in-laws for the first time. They're incredibly rich, incredibly powerful, and it's Christmas time. Cue very strange family traditions. <laughs> 
Perfect. Your next question. <laughs> which was your favourite major and your favourite minor character to write? Favourite major character was Harriet, the protagonist, because everything is seen through her eyes. And hopefully it's an immersive experience for the reader of being in New York at Christmas and diving as a British person into that world, that festive, that huge festive world that America rolls out at Christmas. Uh, minor character, I think Deontay. Deontay Hewley is my favourite character. He's an African-American NYPD officer. He is very enamoured of um, Westerns. Uh, has a Stetson and is basically Harriet's sort of go-to guy for um, behind-the-scenes police information. Great. Third question, what do you want us to feel when we're reading this book, if you could choose? I want people to have that feeling of Christmas, the excitement, the dread, (laughs) the anticipation and the fear that at any moment it could all go terribly, terribly wrong. (laughs) 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 The next question, this is a an odd one but i i ask it of every author what food and drink did you consume the most when you were writing this particular book oh gosh well definitely coffee as the drink 100 <laughs> percent coffee and food oh gosh what would i have I'd, I'd say like it would have to be something christmasy wouldn't it although i i was gonna say i was gonna add also mulled wine to that the drink um because yeah i did start the start it around the festive season let's say mince pies yeah okay and the last question what's been the most memorable moment so far in your writing career i think when i got a phone call before my first book was published i got a phone call from my agent she told me to sit down reese witherspoon had got hold of a copy of my manuscript and she'd read it in one sitting on a, a flight from new york to la and when she landed, she started calling around studios to, to see who would co-produce the, the book with her. Everything after that, everything after she said, Reese Witherspoon has read your book was a bonus. I was like, well, I'm, I, can, I can die happy now. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that is that's very memorable. Excellent. Well, Catherine Steadman, whose latest book is The Family Game. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thanks. Splendid. And now we go to the final book, which is called My Other Husband by Dorothy Coomson. So Dorothy Coomson, whose latest book is My Other Husband. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Nice to see you again. Well, you have five questions in five minutes if you're ready. Okay. You know, I can't do that, though, don't you, Philippa? You know (laughs) what I'm like. You know, you ask one simple question and I I ramble on for hours. But good luck. Let's go. Well, I'm not going to give you any quick fire questions. I I learned last time. Okay, the first one will start you off gently. Can you describe your book in about a minute? My book is a story of a crime writer called Cleo, who is unfortunately married to somebody and getting divorced from him and hasn't actually mentioned that she failed to get divorced from the first husband she married many years ago. She is a crime writer who is working on a TV series who then discovers that people in her life are being killed in the same way that she kills off people in her books and TV series. And then she slowly becomes aware that somebody is trying to set her up for murder. Fantastic. Your next question, who was your favourite minor and your favourite major character to write without giving anything away? Oh, this is a really difficult one. My favourite minor character, I had so much fun with this book. 
I enjoyed writing Trina. She's possibly the most minor character in the book and major character. I loved writing Lola, even though I wrote her in the third person. And yeah, I was going to say something else that would have been a spoiler, but probably Trina and Lola, my two favourites. Fantastic. Uh, Next question. What do you want us to feel as we're reading this book? I want you to feel worried, a little bit scared, a bit concerned but also a sense of enjoyment. And I want you to laugh as well at some of the one-liners. Next question. I don't know how many times you've been asked this. What food and drink did you consume the most when you were writing this particular book? What powered you were writing? I see. I always have a sort of different snacks kind of come up whilst I'm writing different books. And I, I actually can't remember what this one was. Was this one... When I discovered it wasn't what sits was the last book, it might have been gluten free f- um, chocolate fingers. Oh, yeah, I think it was that. So, are you a gluten free person? Yes, I have to be gluten free. Oh. I have been for many years. I discovered them years ago for some reason. Some some snack will become mm. that snack for that book. Just like I'll have at certain TV shows, I'll put on as well for this. For this one, I watched a lot of the Marvel movies again. I had the Marvel movies on in the background again. What? So you're writing as you got TV on? Yeah, always. Yeah, I have. I need the noise. I need the background noise, and so I don't put anything that I haven't watched before on because I'll start concentrating on that. But no, I'll have, like I say, the Marvel movies. The book before, I think it was a Flash that I had on. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. What were you drinking then as you were writing? Uh, mainly water this time round. So I stopped drinking coffee oh. years and years ago, oh, 20 years ago. People make me cups of tea and I will, we'll all pretend that I'm going to drink it. But what happens is I'll take a couple of sips and then 10, 15 minutes later, oh, did you not like a cup of tea? And I'll, yeah, it's lovely, but I just don't drink it. I just, I, so I've stopped asking for it. I just drink water now and we're all happy and I'm not <laughs> wasting a tea bag. Your final question, what's been the most memorable moment so far in your writing career? Walking to a bookshop and seeing my book for the first time and never forget that feeling. You know, there's a book. I used to go and stand in bookshops and imagine seeing a book on shelves with my name on. And when that actually happened, it was like the best feeling in the world. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. So Dorothy Coombson, your latest book is My Other Husband. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Wow, wonderful. Well, let's just do a recap of the books that we featured today. So we've had Warrior Queens and Quiet Revolutionaries, the non-fiction book by Kate Moss. Then we've heard from Catherine Stedman about her thriller, The Family Game. And finally, Dorothy Coombson about her thriller, crime, everything book called My Other Husband. Those are three. I can't wait to talk to you on Monday. I've got some great books to tell you about. I hope you're okay. I hope you're staying well. And I'll talk to you very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.